0: Hello and welcome to Science Unscripted. It's Gabe here. At this point in the history of the world and industrialized humanity, we probably have an inkling that our job is really important for our well-being. Not only what we do in that job, but how we are employed. Are we paid enough? Is our work secured by a long-term contract? Do we have unions that fight to keep those working conditions in our favor? And of course, does our job give us benefits like medical insurance that provide the basis for a healthy life? Well, that inkling that we should have about how important this stuff is, has now been backed up by a scientific study from Sweden with pretty shocking results. Shared with us today by Nuria Matija Santander from Stockholm's Karolinska Institute. Science
1: Unscripted. So my name is Nuria Matija Santander. I'm an assistant professor in occupational medicine at Karolinska Institute in Stockholm, Sweden. And I've done a study on investigating how precarious employment affects the risk of mortality in the Swedish population.
0: And Nuria, what is the primary conclusion from your work?
1: So the primary conclusion from this study is that people that change and move from a precarious employment they, and then they move to standard employment, which is a better and a higher quality employment, then the risk of death uh, decreases by twenty percent.
0: So I think we at this point we need exact definitions or as <laughs> we need to define these terms as closely as possible. So precarious employment, is is what exactly? So
1: we define precarious employment as having low income. So an income that doesn't allow you to have a normal life. Uh, also to not have an employment that is stable. So being employment being employed through an agency, for example, being temporarily employed, not knowing when your contract will end, and also not having access to to your rights as a worker. So not being able to, I don't know, to have to take a day off for going to the doctor or also to being protected by the unions, by collective bargaining
0: agreements, for instance. And what is standard employment, as you call it?
1: Exactly. So standard employment is basically the opposite of being in a precarious situation. So stable employment, income that allow you to have a normal life, and also being able to exercise your normal rights as, as a worker.
0: When I, for instance, if I were to go from precarious employment... hmm and I were to change my job and that job were stable or, or standard employment, I'm going to live longer? Yes,
1: that's what we found in our study, in Sweden, at least.
0: From 2005 to 2010, you looked at the entire Swedish population.
1: Exactly. Aged between 20 to 55, with a series of criteria. But the most important one was that they had to be in precarious employment.
0: And when these, Swede- these Swedes went from precarious employment to standard employment, how much longer did they live? Or how, how, how did you do the analysis? Exactly.
1: So what we did was basically we compare. we did two comparisons. The first one, just being really simple here, is that they change from precarious to standard employment in one year. And then we test the risk. Then we follow up them for 12 years and we see who dies first, basically. And we compare those that change to standard employment and those that do not change. And then we see, oh, yeah, the ones that do not change to standard employment, they die faster and earlier than those that do not do that. So then we can say that the risk of, of, of death is actually higher.
0: So it's a likelihood. It's not that they're or did you measure how much earlier they die on average or the likelihood that they will die early?
1: So we didn't measure the exactly ages, for instance, but we measured the probability of dying. So. But with the methods that we are using, we can be sure that it is due to the change of moving from precarious to standard employment. And it's not due to any other kind of of variables, of probabilities, of things that happened in their lives during those
0: years. And this was over a span of of how many years? Twelve years. Over twelve years? Yes. Okay. And how exactly did these people die?
1: So we included any kind of of, uh, of death. So it could be cardiovascular, it could be due to cancer, it could be something neurological, it could be also an occupational injury. So we actually saw that those that are younger usually die because of, of more occupational accidents and those that were older is more due to myocardial infarctions or any kind of, of other diseases.
0: So you weren't able to conclude why exactly people Die when they're in precarious employment is that is that right? Exactly, that's the next step. Have have we known this before, or is this is this brand new knowledge in the field of occupational medicine?
1: That's brand new, <laughs> and knowledge. It's a bit surprising that it's new. Actually, what we've known is that people in temporary employment, maybe with low incomes, with income that is not predictable, they have a higher risk of 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 death. And what we also saw are the numbers. They are. Quite high. It's like twenty percent of risk is is quite a lot.
0: No, absolutely. And can you say, or do we do we know why these people are dying?
1: Yeah. So we have several hypotheses, and we have also contacted some interviews for another study. And what we we are considering are three main hypotheses. The first one is the material deprivation. So the insecurity of your job, the the low income, all this insecurity situation makes you that you're you cannot have a normal life basically you cannot count on going out on weekends you cannot count on holidays you cannot manage to to buy things for your children for instance you cannot plan ahead and the stress is something really bad for us and increases the the probability of having other diseases then there is another hypothesis that is the work uh, per se, like the work environment. So having more probability of being injured because your work is more is more dangerous, basically. And then there is another, another hypothesis that it, we call it like the embodiment of the precariousness. That is, instead of having, I don't know, an illness caused by a bacteria, you have an illness caused by the precarity. So by being exposed to so many years to these precarious situations you kind of like absorb the situation in your body and this starts to mess up the whole things. So, and then accelerates the probability of you having poor lifestyle behaviors like diets, not having time for doing exercise, not having time for sleeping and all of these derivates in high probability of having other diseases.
0: Now that we know that that people who work in precarious situations will die earlier, what, what would be your tips? If there's someone listening to this broadcast right now, who works in, in a situation that you described should should that person get out of that job immediately or is there anything that, that he or she could do to to not die early yeah
1: that's that's the thing it's i think we never can blame the worker because this is an a situ i mean this is a situation that is coming from really another levels so for example this should start by the employers providing better employment conditions to their workers so more than to the employees, I would I would have this message to the employers. So please be careful with those things because they are damaging the health of the workers. Uh, also, the unions have an important role. We see that if you move from a situation where you have no protection to a higher protection from a union, then your chances of being hurt by your work are really low. So then the role of the unions are also really, really important here. And then of of course, this depends on the welfare regime of the of the country where the workers are living. Now we've done this study in Sweden with a Nordic welfare regime. I cannot imagine how this would be in other countries with other kind of welfare regimes that are not so so good uh, for the workers.
0: How far are we away, or how far is the world away from from creating jobs that don't <laughs> that won't that won't kill people? I, would it be impossible to create the world that the United Nations Wants to create, or or is it something that is feasible? No,
1: I don't think it's impossible. I think it's quite feasible. Actually, I think the wall of work is changing every day. We see it now with the technologies, with digitalization of the workplaces. We see how everything is moving on towards robotization and so on. So many work, many jobs that are really risky for the population could be done by machines. Just saying, <laughs> and like that. And then other kind of jobs like, uh, I don't know, freelancers, other kind of jobs that cannot uh, be in the, in the as, uh, I don't know, as labeled as stable employment and so on, they can have other kind of protections that then protect the workers against these kind of health uh, problems. So instead of having a stable employment, you can provide the workers with a lot of rights, a lot of social security protection, and this will protect them against any kind of health damage of the work. So I think it's quite feasible and possible with also this changing world of work.
0: And that was Nuria Mattia Santander speaking to us from Barcelona, although she is with Sweden's Karolinska Institute. It is really too bad that Connor is not here today. I know that he feels very strongly about this topic. And full disclosure... We do not have full-time staff contracts. Not many journalists do, at least not here at Deutsche Welle. And that will most certainly have an impact on how long we live. Thanks to the study, we know that now. And if you want to read up on it, it's called Causal Effect of Shifting from Precarious to Standard Employment on All-Cause Mortality in Sweden in Emulation of a Target Trial. That's the title of the study. And if you have any thoughts, or if there's anybody out there in precarious work and you want to share your feelings with us, please be my guest, su at dw.com. Science Unscripted.